What is up, Degenerates? Welcome to week eight. Season's half over now, for the regular season anyways. I am your host, Mr. Steve Sampson. I am joined tonight by my co-host, Mr. Ben Steffen. And we were able to bail Diego out. His wife finally uh, took our payoff, and he's back with us tonight as well. Ben, how are you doing tonight? Oh, not too bad. A little tired today. Uh, took about a half day at work. That was nice. Got a little bit of running around done. Uh, with my girlfriend so that was awesome and uh kids had swimming tonight so it's been been a busy day uh, i'm looking forward to chatting some football with you guys and getting more towards the weekend very nice very nice hopefully the uh the kids swam themselves to sleep yeah nice quick bedtime tonight for both of them thankfully perfect diego how you doing how was your uh week seven my week seven was uh, 50-50 when it comes to the teams. Not great. Um, I Mistakes were made in redraft. Um, <laughs> shout out to... about that. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the, the Degenerates. I, I really appreciate you guys uh, going out there and, and, and building that fund to bail me out. It was uh, the longest I've ever seen $10 being put together, but I do appreciate that. <laughs> um, so it's good to be back. Um, and appreciate uh, Ryan for filling in for me. So thanks for that. And ready to, to chat uh, football. We really enjoyed those games. Uh, uh, kind of a segue here, but I uh, had some good games on on football at night uh, to just to kind of change the pace. Game last night, um, Vikings game was good. And, and the Dolphins good, uh, game was also good to watch. So that was entertaining. Yeah, no, we actually had some good football this weekend. Um, it's funny, a lot of the first quarter, second quarter, um, there was a bunch of touchdowns and stuff, and then things kind of slowed down in the second half of, of uh, a decent amount of the games on Sunday. So it was nice to see the offense early. It would have been nice to see more offense in the second half of some of those games, but uh, we did get some fantasy points. We did get some fantasy duds. Um, I know... Uh, I saw a couple of teams that should have scored, you know, in the high hundreds, uh, scored like 60 or 70 points. So I feel for those guys. Um, There's a couple of leagues I was one of those guys. So (laughs) it was a rough week if you started some guys um, and expected, uh, you know, better results. And like uh, TK Metcalf, all of a sudden just out for the second set of games. Like no warning for that or anything. He was he was going to play, trended that way, and then he's out, and you're you're stuck at the four o'clock slate, and you already got guys on your bench that are already playing. You could have put them in. So I know I got hit with that in a couple spots. I, I know a few other people that, that I was talking to got hit with that pretty hard. Um, and then the the, uh, the Monday night slate with Chris McCaffrey, you didn't know what to do. Do I play him? Do I not play him? Is he going to? suit up. I mean, at least they let us know with Debo early enough uh, in the weekend that you could play somebody else. So, But uh, McCaffrey got his touchdown and he's I think this week, Ben, is hit the record breaker if he can get another touchdown this week. Is that right? Yeah. And it'll I be, think you're at 16. Yeah. He's at 16, mm-hmm. I believe. And yeah, he'll be going yeah. for 17, uh, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, so you know they're going to be the trying ball. to get him the yeah. ball. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's he. Uh, I don't think there was a point where he came off the field for most, like a good chunk of that game. I think they were like forty-four straight snaps, like the first three quarters of the game. He played a hundred percent of snaps, even when they had 
either of the other two yeah, running backs in, was back and it. Mason yeah. was in, they had either one of them in. Yeah. He was still on the field. Yeah. Yeah. I saw, <laughs> I, I think Mitchell went negative in, in some leagues. I saw him negative. Like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. He was, he gave me a, a nice negative, like one point, uh, almost one and a half points in the Scott Fishbowl league where I put him in, uh, which cost me, cost me a win. So Juwan Jennings, he was a good start. Yeah, I was going up against him in PPR and I had I had Hawk going and my opponent had Jennings going. And every time, <laughs> no, why? Yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, Debo wasn't there. So that was a that was a sneaky start. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So uh, let's jump into the news. Um, there's only a few things to talk about this week. It's it's kind of a slow week in news. And we'll go through injuries after that, which is also a a slow week in injuries for change. And then uh, we're going to do some updates on the degenerate redraft leagues, kind of what, what the standings are, where each league is at right now. And uh, then we'll finish up the show with the magical world of fantasy football chronicles. So let's jump into some news. Breaking news. So most important piece of news this week, there are no buys this week. So you should have all your players available uh, after the uh, big six, uh, 16 bye week last week, which is nice. I don't, I still don't understand why they can't, you know, do two or three teams a week. Yeah, but, why spread them out in an 18-week-long season? Right? Yeah, why? like, yeah. <laughs> you know, let's get them all done. Or, or just do two, you know, do – like half the teams on week eight and half the teams on week nine and call it good. But I think it all comes down to so, TV contracts and then the does. overseas games, giving teams breaks before they go over there or giving teams a break before they come back. Um, it, it uh, I mean, the, the scheduling is complex. It right? is. And it's not built around us as fantasy football players. It's just, it's, it's a nuisance when you have, you know, the, the number of teams out last week and then none this week They they could have moved two weeks two teams to this week. I, I can't imagine. They that. can just have the Panthers not play again. That'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's not really going to make a difference. <laughs> I mean, they, they could give the Patriots an extra buy this week. Um, you know, we're coming off the big win against Buffalo, which was more Buffalo not playing well than, than us playing better. But um, yeah, we could certainly use another, uh, another week off. So uh, other news, Chris Olave was arrested for, Reckless was reckless driving. Yep, he was doing like seventy on a thirty. Yeah, so <laughs> um, he's he's gonna get he's gonna get fined. Um, there'll be some league discipline. Should not affect fantasy this week. It's probably gonna be. I would guess nothing this season. I would be surprised if if anything happens. More um, concerned about Carr continuing to do what he's doing. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> literally more the concern of yeah. of Olave and his fantasy value than than him getting arrested. Maybe <laughs> maybe he's trying to get locked up so you have to suffer the embarrassment. Oh, jeez, uh, <laughs> just bad luck with cars for that it's, guy. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. It's almost as good as your fire joke that last week. Hey, someone actually messaged me and said that was a good joke. So I don't know. What you're they did. <laughs> they did. Um, all right, so other news, uh, Louis Cunningham, the, uh, the the savior for the New England Patriots, was cut today. He'll be back in the practice squad tomorrow. Um, the Titans, Brian Tannehill is going to miss this week. 
most likely. I don't think they've ruled him out yet, but he's we're pretty certain he's not going to play. Um, Malik Willis or Will Levis? Ben, who do you think is going to be the starter this week? Uh, I think we'll see Willis just because he's been the guy that's dressing. Um, I'd rather see Will Levis play, but um, I think we've seen all we need to see from Malik at this point. Um, the team's pretty rough. There's not a whole lot of the passing game over there, so I don't think it really matters too much, but I just would like to see the rookie play. I think it'd be a little more exciting than Malik Willis. He struggles with the passing game quite a bit and runs a lot, and it just their games get kind of boring. So it'd be nice to have something to watch there uh, in Tennessee. Diego? No, I, I think uh, Ben nailed it. That's exactly the way I feel. I, I'd rather see the rookies, see what they have there. They, they probably go after it. I mean, with, with all these trade talks about them probably moving Henry or not, this team it seems like they're checking out of the season. Uh, it's not like Tannehill was doing anything very good, but um, yeah, I'd like to see the rookie rather than see Willis. Willis, when he's been out there, he's been awful. Willis is getting worse every snap he takes. Um, he wasn't good anyways, and he was overdrafted last year. I said it last year on the show multiple times. Um, and it, it still makes me laugh, the people that were so down on Sam Howell and so high on Malik Willis, and they couldn't have been more wrong. But I would much rather see Levis this week, see what they have. Yeah. Um, you know, at this point, what difference does it make? If he goes out and blunders, just like Malik Willis has gone out and blundered, at least you know you have two quarterbacks that need a lot of work. <laughs> well, here, you know? here's the other thing. You, you you have Levis there, and then you could probably just draw up a game plan where you just use your backs. Um, yeah. I mean, they're going up against Atlanta. Atlanta's not exactly going to beat you through the air. They're, they're going to slow down the game. So this game could be very quickly over if they're just throwing the backs in there, um, trying to just gain some yards. So might as well do it, protect your quarterback, let him get some snaps in there and see what you got. Yeah, I mean, you, you have Henry. You, you have Ty J. Spears. Mm-hmm. You certainly can do that. You, you have uh, DeAndre Hopkins. You can run short routes with him and, and dink and dunk through the game with a young quarterback, which is kind of the philosophy that you want to use with the, with the newer mm-hmm. guys. And, and Brable knows this because he was in new England when they were doing it with Tom Brady. So he saw, you know, he saw from the other side of the, of the field, what that does and how successful that can be. So he's a good coach. Uh, I mean, it just makes more sense for them to see what they have in the other guy, just to see what direction they need to go. Because, I mean, that really would tell them, do we want to sell out and, you know, try and get some draft picks, get some younger talent and, and go into the rebuild now and into this offseason and get what we can out of guys like Henry, you know, maybe move Hopkins as well, something like that. But right now you don't know. You don't know what you have. You don't know when Tannehill's going to be back for sure. And so at least this would give them some clarity on that. Yeah. So – in a similar situation, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders are also forced to run with their backups. So we've seen Brian Hoyer, we've seen Aiden O'Connell uh, in, a, in a game apiece. We know what we have with Hoyer. We've seen it for years. Uh, he, he's not good for fantasy. He, he'll provide you kind of one receiver, and, and that's pretty much it. Hoyer, Hoyer was horrible. Like, 
Yeah. You you barely got anything out of Adams. Uh, Jacobs got targeted like four times only, which I think it's the lowest number of targets he's had all season. The Raiders, are, they were just, that was horrible. And I know he's a veteran quarterback, but he's just barely getting the offense going. So, Well, he's a veteran quarterback in Josh McDaniels' offense. So keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Like he, He's been playing <laughs> in that offense for a good part of his career. So uh, myself, I think they go with O'Connell this week. I mean, what do you have to lose at this point? You're already at the bottom of your division. Um, which is saying something because they're in the same division as the Broncos. Yeah. I mean, see what you got with the rookie, give him some more snaps. Um, what do you think, Diego? Now, and, and the fan base is not happy. I mean, you, you can hear out there um, on, on Twitter, on the X, uh, what, they're, what people are saying. And they're frustrated at the office. They're frustrated at the team, the players, the locker room. Things are not going well. I might as well just give it a try. I don't know. I think their their season is pretty much done at this point. Um, but uh, McDaniels may be a stubborn man. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they're in the same boat as Tennessee where you need to start moving some of your older talent um, and, and looking towards the future. Like, I I might be trying to move Hopkins. I might be trying to move um, Josh Jacobs. You, you can get something for him right now from a contender. There's teams that have money available for the contracts that they're carrying. Like, I, I don't know. I don't really have an answer. Jimmy G hasn't looked that good there. You've, you've got Josh Jacobs, who was the number one rusher last year, who had 1,600 yards, and he can't get going. There's definitely something wrong. Your defense is good one week and terrible the next. Yeah, like, that's so weird. Their their defense is just all over the place. Yeah, it's it's odd. Um, ben, your thoughts on, on Vegas and quarterbacks? I just think the Raiders are one of those teams that's sort of always stuck in – mid territory um they're never bad enough for a high enough pick to go get a quarterback in the draft like a good one so they always draft quarterbacks in the third late second things like that and they never pan out it's like since Carr, um they haven't really been able to pick up another guy that looks like he's gonna be the guy it's all i couldn't name one of their backups for like before Mariota. i don't think i could have named any of their backup quarterbacks um, or quarterbacks that they've drafted since Derek Carr. Um, and that, and then they got Jimmy G, and it was the same thing. And then they got O'Connell and Hoyer, and it just feels like the same person. Like, they're not going to move the ball much. They definitely need to move off of, like, Adams. They need to get out of that quickly, get something back. Um, Jacobs, they'll probably be able to keep. He's still pretty young. Um, but he definitely – I think he got paid, too. Or is going to get He paid. did. <clears throat> One or the yeah. other. But anyway, yeah, it's just, it's kind of a messy situation. And it's tough for fantasy football, that's for sure, because you're not sure week to week. Um, I didn't really regret moving off of Adams after seeing last week. So um, I think I'll keep trying to do that in other leagues that I have them. And probably the suggestion I'd have for most people. Um, Jacobs has been quite a bit disappointing the last few weeks, at least since Jimmy G went down. So. We'll see what happens. I mean, Jacobs has been disappointing since the beginning. Yeah, of the pretty season. much all year. He hasn't had a good week. Yeah. So, had one good uh, week. That right right after, right after Ben traded for him, when I told him to, he had a good week. Yeah, so, good um, week. Yeah. I'm good. That's it. Yeah, I got one. I, I got one. We got my work trade. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of it. <laughs> uh, Diego's one for one on. Trades. I haven't won since that exactly. Trade, so that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> 
No, uh, but I mean, to your point, they don't have a quarterback. And I don't think Jimmy plays this week no. either. So, no. Yeah, no, I don't I don't expect him for a couple of weeks. I don't think Hoyer's not going to start. They're going to let the kids start. Yeah, I, I would think so as well. Uh, so that'll wrap up the news. Like I said, there wasn't a whole lot of news this week. Um, we're we're kind of in the middle of the season. Trade deadline's uh, a week from today. We're recording Tuesday night, so trade deadline is next week. Uh, all right, so move on to the injury report. There's a few injuries to talk about. The injury report. Uh, Jerome Ford suffered a high ankle sprain, most likely missed two to three weeks. I think it was a minor high ankle sprain from what I read about that. It was a lower high ankle sprain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So mid ankle sprain. It, it, not as bad as a high high ankle sprain. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it's a low high ankle sprain. So the those fan, are tricky. Two to three weeks. Um, Kareem Hunt had a pretty good game last week, so he may still be out on waivers in some of your leagues uh, after the, this performance, so he, he's probably getting picked up. Um, but take a look, see if he's out there. Uh, Dawson Knox is getting wrist surgery with dislocated wrist. Yeah, so this is big for Kincaid, right? Yeah, this is, this is big news for Dalton Kincaid, who's already been – getting involved in the office the last couple of weeks, but now he's going to be uh, the, the top option at tight end for, for Buffalo. For tight end week, or National Tight End Day, we got a lot of tight ends. you got a lot of tight end injuries, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. we got tight ends that are hurt, and Darren Waller's not one of them. Um, <sighs> now now he'll get hurt because I said that. You manifested it. Why, why did you do that? that? No more injuries. <laughs> I don't own him anywhere. <laughs> Um, Luke Musgrave suffered an ankle sprain. I believe his was a low ankle sprain. His is a lower lower, so yeah. you're good. So he'll be he'll be a week or two. You'll you'll probably miss a, a game. Um, although the way that offense is going, it's not going to matter either. Uh, Zach Ertz has a quad strain. He's on IR, so he's out the next four weeks. Uh, so this is news for uh, McBride. Yep, that's good news for for McBride, who's been getting work as well. Um, and Deshaun Watson suffered uh, another injury to the same shoulder. We got to monitor it. They he only played one series or two series or something like that, and they pulled him out. Yeah, so actually, I I watched that game. He got hit, and uh, he got hit hard, and then they pulled him out. Um, some news came in today. Something about uh, the bad muscle in that rotator cuff. Uh, it's not looking good. I. They're saying the report said it could be four to six weeks. And if that's the case, you may be looking at that's it. He's done for the season. Yeah. I, I would imagine uh, at this point, you know, he's already missed a couple of games. Four to six weeks, he's going to end up on IR. They'll start looking at surgery options. And I, w- I would expect that we probably don't see him again this season. Guys, it's a, it's a, it's a Cleveland quarterback curse. It, it doesn't matter. I think. You can be whoever you are. You go there. That's it. Was that the same offseason that Russ was traded to the Broncos? Yes. So that, yeah, that offseason had a shit ton of quarterbacks go, going for a lot of draft capital. And the two biggest ones have not panned out. And they're both broken. At all. And this is a fully guaranteed contract also. Both remember that. I think we're fully guaranteed. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So. Denver's, Denver actually threw it at the. Uh, Picks and then they threw picks after their coach yeah. and <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, anyway. it's 
it was uh, definitely not a good year for quarterback trades. Not, not, yeah. None of them really have panned out. So, yeah. Uh, so that's the injuries for the week. Like I said, there wasn't very many, uh, mostly tight ends. And most of it is good news for the rookies or second year tight ends that have come onto the teams and shown some promise in the past. So, and we only lost one running back. Remember, we were losing them at a cap of three or four per, <laughs> per week. So that's good. I mean, there's none left. They're all broken. Yep. Um, so yeah, so uh, we'll move on. We're going to uh, go over the listener league, uh, redraft leagues, uh, just kind of go over the standings and where each of these t- uh, leagues are at, kind of the teams that might still be in it, and some of the teams that are pretty much out of it, even even though they're still fighting. Um, so let's jump into that. It's time for judgment. So, uh, listen, League One, which is uh, League Francois, that's my league. Right now, at six and one, we have a tie between Depremier and uh, Luke GX. Uh, the Moussian, very close at five and two. Followed up with a couple of teams at four and three, where Reed and uh, Ed Cleric are at. Uh, a slew of teams at three and four. They're still kind of in it with both Deadman Maws, Thoud, and Freeblade 96. At two and five, Wanderlust Kender and myself. Um, and Rybred bringing in the rear <laughs> at one and six. So uh, I'm second or th- I'm third in points against. Uh, just haven't been able to get going. My, my team. Started off slow, had a couple of decent weeks, and now with the bye weeks, I don't think I'm gonna. I don't think I'm gonna make it, guys. I think I'm gonna be out of the playoffs this year. It's, it's <laughs> tragic. It's disappointing. Um, still, uh, I think just about everybody else is still in it, other than the three of us at the bottom. Uh, the records are pretty close. The two, the two at the top, and the three at the top have pretty good teams. They've been able to weather some adversity. But they've also been very fortunate. They have the lowest points against so far. So uh, those records could change as they start playing against teams that put up a little bit more points. Um, Reed in fourth has the second most points against him. And Bowfin in sixth has the most points against him. So things can change around for a few of those teams right there in the middle. Yeah, those are the two top scoring teams as well, though. Like they have the most yeah. against and most for between the two and of them. Most for. So I, th- I th- yeah, that should that yeah. should make things change a little. They'll bit. climb out of that yeah. hole, I think. Yeah. So not, yeah, not you though. Definitely, I think you're screwed. No, I'm I'm out. I'm pretty much I'm pretty. I need a miracle. I, I missed too many games with Barkley and like Lawrence and uh, Harris and Waddle didn't get going. So it is what it is. You can't win them all. That's uh. That's- League two. So redraft league gangbang. Diego, this is your league. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Read them and weep, boys. Yeah. Wait until you hear where Diego's at in this one. No, 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 no. Disclaimer. I am I am representing Brian in this league. I, I have put <laughs> sweat, blood, and tears into making sure that I just fill in those shoes the right way. I, yeah. I don't think that counts in redraft. <laughs> <laughs> just saying no no usually supposed to put your best foot forward but um 
Oh, so it's just, I was confused. Can we start over? Diego tripped out <laughs> yes, the door. Yes. No, no feet went forward. He just fell. <laughs> he just fell in. Yeah. Um, so, all right, so first place right now, prone to injury at six and one. Um, Nick Bass and Sam McSee are in second with five and two. Number seven, Tony M. Uh, Schmidt. Oh, sorry. Number seven, Tony M. Are uh, they're tied at three. Yeah. Um, Schmidt, Danny B. Well, the rest of the league is at three and four, um, except for Diego, who's at one and six. And, uh, ben Woodhouse is at two and five. I'm the best at something. But Ben, <laughs> like Ben's up there with points, points four, so mm-hmm. he might be able to crawl out of it. Um, Diego, you're screwed. You're, you're in the cellar with me. We could pretty much take the rest yeah, of the season. I'm off. just, uh, I'm an expectator. <laughs> at this point is where I, I love switching gears and being able to just get someone out of the playoffs. So I'm sorry if I do that ahead of times. Uh, but the way this team is playing, <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I am, I am what you call a bi-week experience. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say he's an easy win, but just about the time you think he is, he'll go and, and uh, get a win on you. So mistakes were made. Uh, we're just going to come back, regroup and, and prep for next year. That's all we can yeah. do. No, that's all you can do. Uh, league three, the speed draft league. Uh, Andrew Clark, Mega Mark, and what do you see? An egg dot all tied uh, at the top at five and two. Two teams in the middle at four and three, Mile Heisenberg and uh, FL Hurricanes. At three and four, Eric and uh, Matt Hayes. And at the, le- uh, the last four teams are at two and five uh, with Juice, Mr. Mauer, Casablanca, and Henry RS. Um, that's a nice spread of records. I like that. It's a good spread. Yeah. And I don't think anybody's completely out of it yet. No, that'll be a good one uh, to watch. You know, uh, Henry might be because he's, he's quite a bit down on points for uh, Casablanca the same. They're kind of low on the points for, and they're kind of low on the points against. So um, what's yeah. interesting is uh, Egg Dodd, in, who's tied for first, has – one of the lowest points for, but also the lowest points against. So that one, um, and Mega Mark, like Mark's been putting up points. He's got uh, a lot of points, yeah, not Ju- very many points against him. Juice is sitting like with a decent points for there and just horrible points and against. a ton yeah. of points against. Yeah. yeah. So his record could turn around as well as he gets some of these weaker teams. So I, I think that most of the teams are still in it in this league um, other than, you know, so far I think probably the three leagues we've looked at, there's there's two teams out of it, and the rest of them also have a, a pretty decent shot. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll move into League Four, which is Ben's league, and in second place in that league is Rockstar. Um, ascending, ascending, but I mean you get. Uh, SpongeBob in first, Ben's in second, both at six and one. He's got a thousand points for already. Yeah, I was, <laughs> was going to bring that up. You guys are really kick, <laughs> killing it with the points. It's, yeah. it's yeah. those teams are scoring a lot. Yeah. This league's a little bit. There's more disparity here than there is, uh, I think, in the other leagues. But so we may want to check the settings, boys. Something happened. Fla- on flaps getting <laughs> slapped around, like yeah. lots of points against, almost yeah, as many as so. uh, SpongeBob has four. So yeah, it's, Four, uh, yeah. my Canadian boys are not doing the best. 
Bills down there. I mean, two and five. It's not hockey, so I wouldn't expect much out of them. Gelf's <laughs> at three and four. Evans five and two. He's up there at least with me. Uh, yeah. So you got uh, SpongeBob and yeah. and, and uh, Rockstar six and one. Uh, Vistion, Evan C at five and two. Marzi at four and three. And then uh, Chicho, Marvelous, North Beach Avery, Gilf, all at three and four. And Bill Flap, Happy, and Anson are, are out. <laughs> yeah, two two one and six teams here, so that kind of explains it. Yeah, it's a I mean, one there at the top, yeah. there, there, there's like I said, there's some disparity in this league. Like Gilt, for all intents and purposes, he's out. He's got the lowest points for. Yeah, he's three and four, but he's he's low on the points against as well. So he, he's going to need a lot of luck to to make it to the playoffs. And even then, I don't think he goes very far if he would make it. So I would say realistically in this league, there's four teams out of it. Um, and, and four teams at the top with with good teams, and, and then a couple of teams that are going to battle it out for the last two two playoff spots. But I think it's kind of weak in the middle. Uh, I'm strong at the top, and and really weak at the bottom. But it's, I mean, the records are pretty close right there in the middle, and there's been a lot of points here, so it's definitely interesting. I have to have to look into that. Might be some. <laughs> shenanigans going on here i yeah. know let's check those settings one of us had to win some games here <laughs> i mean i you know what i think it is i think it's the uh the, the canadian conversion, conversion factor. yeah oh that explains it right yeah, i gotta dial those back I, like probably, 15 percent. i probably we, uh we screwed up that exchange rate that's what happened something. yeah yeah so i'll have to go and adjust the settings <laughs> one uh, 12 will become one and one will become 12 <laughs> Uh, the last league, we, uh, League Cinco, uh, this is the league that Connor's in, <clears throat> and, and uh, Jendi. So this league's a lot closer as well. We've got five teams at five and two. Yeah, this is, a, this is a nice place. pack there in, at the top. Um, so we've got George Van Duzer, Peo, Sevenini, um, Shanna, Fishgold, and Raging Dachshund, all at five and two. It's great to see that he didn't auto draft this year, uh, and he's actually doing better. <laughs> um, LJ Fagiano at four and three, Quicksilver, J- uh, Jendi at three and four, and then Jack, uh, B. Hilliard, Connor at two and five, and Straco at one and six. So, um, this one I, I think. I think there's four teams out of it here as well. I think the bottom four are pretty well out. Um, I think the top four or the top five are uh, – I think the top four are pretty set. Yeah, um, with those I four think, up there, that kills everyone that's downstairs. So, yeah. uh, I think I Doxon think is going to fight for a playoff spot. I think he's going to get it, but there's definitely some competition um, between the five, six, seven, and eight. As far as where the points for is at and points at uh, against are at, they're pretty close. Uh, ben, anything on this league? Yeah, even the interns doing shitty. Yeah, Connor down there. It, you're the only what one. That's why there's got to be something wrong in your what league. What's going on? Uh, no, I, I I love that there's so many teams at five and two. I think that's wild. Like five, yeah, yeah, five of them at five and two. Like that's going to be a strong playoffs. You got to, they're basically one spot left. Yeah, pretty much. So, good uh, luck. And there's three teams fighting for it. So, 
Yeah, this is definitely going to be a close race to watch in League 5. Um, so it'll be interesting down the stretch to see how everything turns out. So good luck to everybody who's still in it. Um, thanks for playing for those of you like me who are completely out of it. And <laughs> we'll see you back next year. Um, so that'll move us on from that. And we'll jump into the uh, Magic World of Fantasy Football Chronicles and the recaps. All right, so week seven's recap. Um, so Ben, you had three correct last week. I had three correct. And Ryan had two correct. And then I went Come back on, and looked Ryan. at Ryan. Ryan subbing for me. How, how many on. did Diego get? Well, Diego, Diego. So in Diego's defense, Diego only bet on two. And he got Because I'm broke. Because right. <laughs> <laughs> I am broke. Because <laughs> Diego has no coins, no magic points. And his it's been a rough season, Ben. Be rough. <laughs> Is that why you sold half your team today? Yes, yeah. <laughs> that is exactly why. He sold half his team for picks he's not going to be able to protect, so keep that in mind. Yeah, keep that in mind, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he won't have any magic. Huh? Yeah, I don't have, have any magic. magic. To protect them. <laughs> I'm not worried. I'm going to turn it around. So you, you can't do any worse than you're already doing. Yeah, exactly. That's I've hit bottom, <laughs> hopefully. Uh, all right, so week seven's recap. Uh, first question was Travis Etienne, more or less yards more or less total yards than Alvin Kamara. That was less. I got that one right. Ben and Ryan missed it. Uh, Sam Laporta, more or less receiving yards than Mark Andrews. Uh, that one was more. Ben and I got that one correct. Ryan missed that one. Tyreek Hill, A.J. Brown, both finished the top 12 wide receivers. That was uh, true. We all got that one right. I think they were like uh, wide receiver one and wide receiver three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think yeah. that was the easy one for the week. It was. Yeah. yeah. Um, Kirk Cousins, more or less fantasy points than Brock Purdy. Uh, Cousins had more. Uh, I got that one wrong. Ben and Ryan got that one correct. And the last one was quarterbacks to throw at least three interceptions over and under. On that was 0.5. Uh, no quarterbacks threw three interceptions this week. So that was an under, and we all picked the over on that one. So you got the scores wrong then. Why? Because we got four right. The- no, that was under. We didn't get the that one should be. Oh, okay. You got me. It's it's incorrectly marked. You got me incorrectly. confused. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I confused me too cuz I got I got happy with Nobody that. threw three interceptions? Nope. Jesus Christ. Nope. No. I I even uh I even went back and double checked cuz yeah. I thought there was, but nope. Terrible. And shout out to Cousins for that primetime win. I mean, come yeah. on. We I we mean, no one trusted him. I mean, no, I just why would I, you? I needed him to throw one more touchdown to win an EDL. <laughs> I lost by 0.4, guys. Come uh, on. That would have been a Cousins Monday Night Miracle. Do you know how rare those are? You know what could have stopped, stopped that from happening? is if you made some of the trades for all the guys I got rid of. Yeah, right. Cause, yeah, because, because of course, um, your guys on a bye would have really got to help me. There's players to play. <laughs> yeah, they put up zeros, but you thought they were on a bye. <laughs> uh, okay. so the liquid luck for last week uh, a quarterback to throw a touchdown and the running back wide receiver tight end to catch it uh, Ben you had Mahomes and Kelsey that one hit 
I had two in Hill. That one hit. Uh, Staffan and Cup did not hit. Um, that one was was a surprising one. Yeah, because Cup had a down game. He did. It was Puka um, game. It yeah. was. Puka time. Uh, some other ones that people chose. Uh, Purdy and Ayuk, that one didn't make it. Um, I'm not making fun, but somebody yeah. picked Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, who were on a bye. What? <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Um, Josh Allen to Stephon Diggs. Uh, Herbert to Keenan Allen. Gino to lock it. Man, people got to take. Jalen Hurts to AJ Brown. They got to start taking the easy ones. Like the Brown one hit, I think. It did, yeah. Yeah, not all of these missed. I'm just. No, I just know. I'm just putting out the. Uh, a lot of them did, though. Just some of the choices. Goff to St. Brown. Uh, that one didn't hit. Most, most of these hit this week. Uh, there was Any, only a, a couple that didn't. <laughs> Any bets on the Lions against Baltimore <laughs> didn't hit? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, it took the under, which no one did. So. Gibbs, right. Gibbs had a good game. That was cool. Uh, yeah, because yeah, a touchdown saved him. Right. He had like yeah, 20 that something was, points. That was needed. I don't know. I liked his performance. Uh, he was good. No, he finally he finally put up a decent performance yeah. uh, once they finally got going. So it was it was good to to see that out of him uh, with Monty still a little bit banged up and no real other options in that offense. So yeah, and and he should he should continue to have this week. I don't think Monty's back this week either. So no, I don't think so. I think we're and they I have the Raiders. So. The problem is you don't know which Raiders are going to show up on Monday night. Yeah, exactly. no idea. Can't help you guys. Sorry. <laughs> That's nope. why you got to tune in <laughs> <No>. and watch. <laughs> no, well, yes. Stay tuned. We'll, we'll find out. Uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, week eight's questions. Uh, the first question for Thursday night. Josh Allen, over and under 250.5 passing yards. Um, so Diego and I looked it up while we were off the air. And Allen has had two games so far this season where he has not thrown for 250 yards. Ben. I'm taking the under just because it's Thursday, short week. Bills didn't look great last week. Um, what do you mean? They played the Patriots. Yeah. Patriots always play them. Tom. Right. But still, uh, I'm going to take the under. Thursdays are always ugly. Um, so I'm going to say under. All right. Diego? I am going to take the over. I think they're desperate. They're going to start throwing the game. At a, they're, they're not going to be able to run against Tampa. So I'm going to take the over. I am also going to take the over. Um, the Bills haven't looked that good since they came back from London. I, I think they need a get-right game, and mm-hmm. I think Tampa Bay is going to be that team that they're able to, you know, throw the ball around and and kind of get back to Bills football, and, and Allen will be able to get back at, at, to uh, Josh Allen numbers and help us out in fantasy. Uh, second question. Doubt. Dallas and Los Angeles Rams wide receivers with at least 12 fantasy points over and under 2.5. So this is combined. So all the receivers in Dallas, all the receivers from the Rams, um, at least two and a half of them need 12 fantasy points or more or less than 12 fantasy points. Ben? Yeah, I'm going to take the over. I think CD and one of Cup or Nakua is a lock for that. Um and I think the other one will probably get that as well. Twelve's not too crazy. Um, like six for 60 gets you there, and those guys are getting lots of targets. Both teams pass the ball quite a bit. 
um, a touchdown in there could get somebody that you don't think about over 12 pretty quickly. So um, I'm going to take the over. All right, Diego. I'm going to take the over as well. I think that the Dallas Cowboys defense is a little bit banged up, especially their um, their passing defense. Uh, their corners, they obviously lost their best corner this season. So I'm going to take the over. Uh, I think they'll be able uh, the Rams will be able to pass. And like uh, like Ben said, the other one's CD. So, yeah, I'll take the over. All right. I am also going to take the over on this. Uh, there's just too many options on both teams, and a touchdown puts you halfway there. So uh, hopefully they don't be. Hopefully neither team's throwing it to the uh, uh, tight ends or running you know backs. I'm, I'm pivoting. I'm I'm going with under. I'm changing my answer before it's locked in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, just because of the uh, running backs, tight ends, uh, I'm going to take the under. Um. Jamar Chase over under 0.5 receiving touchdowns. Diego. Uh, I'm going to take the over. Uh, the Niners, so the Bengals are playing the Niners. Um, the Niners have not looked good. We just saw it on a Monday night. The The Vikings were able to throw all over them. Um, and the Vikings didn't even have their best wide receiver. So with Chase out there, I think I think he's, he's set up to score. All right, Ben. Yeah, I mean, I think since he's going to get some points, I think Chase is the guy. Higgins is still fighting to come back from that injury and get back to full full speed. The bye week probably helped a bit for this team to get a little bit healthier. Uh, Burrow to keep recovering his leg injury. Um, so, yeah, I think Chase gets in the end zone. Yeah, and All right. he's, he's getting hyper-targeted. That's oh, yeah. The other thing, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. He's back. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take the over as well. I'm going to play, you know, he's going to get 10 to 15 targets. So I'm going to, I'm going to play the law averages on that and, and say he gets one in, into the end zone. Uh, next question, Isaiah Pacheco over under 60.5 rushing yards. Ben? I don't say over. Uh, Denver sucks. Uh, Casey's a high powered offense. I think they're, he'll, he'll get enough rushing, rushing work um, when they're up. So I'm going to give, uh, give him the benefit of the doubt here that he's going to go over 60. All right, Diego. Diego just pivoted <laughs> from the under to over. Um, now they suck, but not so much that Denver sucks. But uh, I think I think the only thing here could be where, where you get in that situation where Pacheco's not getting – he's getting targeted, so you don't really get the, the rushing yards. But I think there should be enough in this game. Uh, for him to to get to sixty, he's gone over sixty in four times. Four, yeah, but just barely in two of them. Barely, so. yeah. That, that's why I was under. But I think there's enough in this game. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with the over as well, uh, just because I, I think Kansas City gets up early, and I mean, even though it's a division opponent, and they should play each other fairly tough, I, I still think that. Uh, that they'll get ahead, and Pacheco's going to get some decent work. He's he's been running well. Uh, the, the opportunity he's been getting the, the past few weeks, and I think they'll keep rolling with that. Um, number of running backs with at least two rushing touchdowns this week uh, over under is three point five. Diego, uh, I'm going to take the 
under on this one. Uh, I just don't. The running backs have not been doing it. At least that's what I see. I I can't think of where. I mean, besides what we saw from uh, from Foreman this week, I don't know. I I I don't think we have him. So I'm just gonna take the under. I don't have a good reason for it. Just feels like an under. It's a gut feeling thing. Ben. Yeah, I'm going to say under two. Uh, the position's been kind of meh all year. Um, there are some guys that have had lots of touchdowns. Um, they, I don't think they all do it at the same time. And to get to four is quite a lot. Um, also, the position continues to be growing towards running back by committee out there. Mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of injuries, too, to some of the bigger names that get a lot of these touchdowns. So I'm going to stick with, uh, stick with the under. So I'm I'm just looking to see when the last time, if it's it's happened. Um, the last time it happened was week four, and there was four four uh, running backs that had at least two rushing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the other yeah. thing for that does it for me. That's weird. The two rushing, like if these running backs, I'm gonna just get a passing touchdown because of that shovel pass. But was that the week with? McCaffrey had three. Moster uh, and A-Chain both had two over two. Oh, yeah, that big week like from if, them. When you get where two, the Dolphins you get two on the tore it up against Denver. going to happen, and it's yeah. That was So that week, McCaffrey had three, Montgomery had three, uh, Kyron Williams had two, and A-Chain, yeah. A-Chain had two. And three of those guys are not playing this week. Correct. Right. Uh, and then <laughs> week three... No, week three, the, the week that most certain and HN had him, there was only two that week. So just, just, yeah, I'm also, yeah. I'm also going to take the under on this. Um, just statistically looking at it, it, it's it's only happened. I think, yeah, that the three the, the three and a half is what makes it hard. If that line was a little bit lower, two and a half, then you could you would start yeah. pivoting a bit. Yeah, no, definitely two and a half. I, I probably would definitely go for it, but uh, at three and a half, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the under. Um, so this week's special item is the Pat Niffler. Uh, select a player to beat their projection. The projected scores are at the time the game starts. It's not when you pick the pick. So just keep that in mind. Um, ben, who are you going with this week? Uh, yeah, so I've been using my own team from the Harry, Harry Potter leagues to make a lot of these picks. And the projections. So I'm going with another guy on my team. I'm going to go with Brees Hall. Um, at the moment, he's around 13 and a half points. I think he'll be closer to 15 by game time. But uh, the, he's playing the Giants. They're not great. He's been getting upticks in work all season as he gets more and more healthy. Um, he just needs to get in the end zone. And I think 15 is pretty much a lock. But he can also do that um, on the ground and through the air. So... Um, I'm going to go Brees Hall. You're not scared about the Giants being amazing in the defense the last two weeks? No. No fear? No. See? All right. Also, Diego? L- l- let the record th- show I just think Ben was wanted to show off and talk about his team. Just <laughs> Hey, Diego, he only has two teams that he can talk about. So... <laughs> hey, three, three, three. Three, sorry, three. <laughs> Well, I've been I've been doing what Ben has been doing, uh, so hopefully my picks haven't been doing as well as my as my team has been doing. But I'm going to take Nico Collins. Um, the Texans are playing uh, Ben's Panthers, and 
um, I think Nico's just having a, a great season. Stroud's also having a great season, and I think he probably gets a touchdown there and is able to uh, to beat that projection. Is that because we just picked him up on the sly Ooh. in the listener league? Drama. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Unrelated. Uh, sure it is. I plead a fifth. Sure it is. <laughs> Uh, no, I think I think Nico should have a pretty good game against Carolina. Um, so I'm actually going to go with Jacoby Myers. Why? He, <laughs> so Jacoby Myers has been above his projections every week he's played this mm-hmm. season. Wow. So even even with the, bad quarterback play, even huh? with bad quarterback play, last week projected eight point nine nine, put up fourteen and a half points. I don't know. I think I think I think Jacoby's just a player that I. I unknowingly have something against. I just never trust him, and he's doing great. I know this season he's wide receiver, like, what, 12, 13? 14 right now. No. So he had, the game against the Chargers, he had 4.3 points. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, he's been over by at least 50%. Yeah, of his I'm looking at that right now. Wow. He's my, so, uh, he's my one ticket to a successful beer bet this year. Over, over oh, Steve yeah. with the Juju Juju Jacoby bet from back like, uh, oh yeah, you are, that's that one's. I'm gonna give it to you, it. but that one's null and void because Juju's been out for like five weeks. Oh come on now, he hasn't. He's been out there. You just don't see him. No, he's out. It's the same. He's out. out. He, he's been out. Out. The same. For like thing. I think three weeks. Null and void. Yeah. I, 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 hey, we're better that he's not on the field. Hey, Let me tell you. What happened? I had a beer bet loss because of an injury. You can have a beer bet loss because of an injury. <laughs> yeah, but that was that here. was a completely that was completely different because that was that was uh, Dobbins was going to finish as a specific running back. Hey, this guy was going to finish over a specific player. This is the same it's thing, the same Steve. Thing. Come on, man. Thing. This is the same thing. I'm I'm, I'm going to side with thing. Ben on this one. No. <laughs> No, we have history on <laughs> on how these defenders tell. Inju- injuries negate those. But like I said, I'm going to give you that one because it, it, even if Juju hadn't been hurt, he's still not putting up numbers. No. <laughs> so, now, Jacoby's been solid. Um, i am been looking at him as kind of a, a trade target to grab in different places uh, for cheap money, you know, because he's not that fancy name and people are, are still letting him go kind of yeah. underpriced. So... You know what I think it is? It's just the, the teams that he's been with, right? Because, I mean, he was with New England, and, and I get it. He was there one, and, and you're like, oh, well, Jones is there. I really want to invest in this guy. And now he's with the Raiders, and it's like, oh, it's the Raiders, and Adams is there, and Jimmy's there. I just, but, yeah, you're right. I mean, the guy's just he, killing it. He's a solid 12 points or more every week, yeah. you know? He's so, consistent. I'll give him that much. Yeah. And and that's all that really that's all you want. Like say he's gonna be your wide receiver three, wide receiver four on your team. All you want is consistency. You want ten points a week. So if he's gonna give you twelve or thirteen on a consistent basis, that's a solid flex spot. And especially with bye weeks and stuff, he's a guy you really want to try and pick up because he's gonna have weeks where he's gonna put up twenty. You know, he's gonna get that touchdown. No, he's, getting, he's, he's getting the looks, he's getting the volume. Gonna see it. He's at Detroit this week, so let's yep. see if Mister Mister Consistent can pull it off. See if he comes out of there with his kneecaps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kobe Myers falls short like a kneecap. <laughs> All right, so that'll wrap up the, uh, the the Chronicles of Fantasy Football, and that'll wrap up the show. Uh, Diego, how'd it feel to be back? Are you are you glad to be out of the cage? Yeah, yeah, I had to do horrible things in the cage. Don't remind <laughs> me of that. 
<laughs> no, it, uh, I'm glad to be back. Uh, it was a really fun show. Um, just quick reminder for the listeners out there at Sleeper, I'm at Don Gato. You are more than welcome to mock me for my great performance in this in this listener uh, draft leagues. Um, that I owe it to you guys to do it better. So <laughs> looking already forward for next year. He's going to work out all offseason. We got a strict regimen for him to be on. Yeah, that's the thing. I I I I, I miss reps this season, and it, it's coming back to to bite me. So, yeah, he's been out with a hamstring injury for <laughs> I'm always, four weeks. <laughs> remember what I told you? I'm I'm, I'm always limited. <laughs> that's just every week limited. Yeah. Uh, all right, Ben. Yeah. No. Thanks, everybody, for listening. As always, um, we are I think exactly halfway point right now uh, to the fantasy playoffs. So if you're um, feeling like you might have had a rough start to the season. I think there's still time to turn it around. I'm looking forward to someone with a story of an 0-7 team turn it around, making it all the way. Um, one or two moves might be able to do that. So don't give up. Don't leave your team stagnant. Uh, stick with it. At worst case, you're going to knock off some of the top teams and spoil some uh, spoil some some dreams of fantasy championships. So um, thanks again, everybody, and uh, good luck the rest of the way. All right. Well, I don't have any 0-7 teams that are going to come back, but I have a couple 1-6 uh, and 6 teams that might. So hopefully we can talk about those in the championship week. Um, but like Ben said, keep at it, especially if you're 2-5, and 3-4. and four, You're not out of it yet, uh, especially if you're you know starting to get guys back that are starting to perform. Uh, you can turn it around over the next few weeks with, with people having bye weeks and some of these international games and stuff, some teams – don't travel well. There's some favorable matchups coming up for a, a decent amount of the running backs and some of the wide receivers that haven't been performing that well. So could be getting those turnarounds. So keep at it. Don't give up yet. Um, you're not out of it. I've seen a lot of teams turn it around here in the uh, the middle of the season and end up making it into the playoffs. And once you're there, it's, it's week by week and anything can happen. So you can find me on Twitter uh, at the FF Degenerate. You can find me on Sleeper at Solinator. You can send us a sh- uh, question to the show, dddffpod at gmail.com. Uh, you can visit our website at www.daydreamingdegenerates.com. You can find us on Facebook. Um, you can find us on Patreon. Uh, we've still got the uh, Antonio Brown jersey giveaway that we're doing on Thanksgiving for one of our Patreon subscribers. Uh, so, Get those subscriptions in if you want to qualify for that. Uh, good luck this week. Uh, no international games. You don't have to get up early. No bye weeks to worry about. Um, so get those lineups set. Get your uh, booth questions in. And good luck and good night.